So M is for mindset, O is for order, L is for lifestyle, and T is for toxins. All four of those must be addressed in order to reduce chronic and toxic stress in a sustainable way. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here. Hope you're doing really well and thank you very much for joining us. Now, I love going through all of the feedback that I'm receiving about the show. I spend a fair amount of time each day looking on the different platforms on which the show is distributed. And to, to say I'm humbled by your feedback would be an understatement. So thank you so very much. Now, on today's show, I have the pleasure of welcoming acupuncturist, naturopath and author of several books, including her latest called What's Your Kryptonite? Dr. Gayla Gorman. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gayla. Thanks, Rick. Nice to be here. And an absolute pleasure to have you here. Now, you and I are going to be talking about how to manage the toxic, uh, toxic stressors that threaten your superwoman status and what you can do to reverse the effects of chronic stress naturally. And um, typically what we do, Dr. Gayla, is we spend some time learning a little bit about you for, I, I guess, a little bit of context. So where are we calling in from today? I am in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And if you're not from this area, Hilton Head is just near Savannah, Georgia. Right. Has that been a long-term home of yours? We've been here for quite a few years. And as most people who end up here, we were visiting before that. <laughs> and so it's a, it's a lovely place to live. Stay for a day, live for a lifetime. What do you love yeah, about the place? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Stay for a day, have to go home, and long for coming back to stay for a lifetime. So what was the magnet? What what was it that drew you back, do you think? Well, Hilton Head has the beach that is rated number one beach in the U.S. and rated way up there in beaches of the world um, every year. Uh, in all the travel yep. and publications. Yep. And so um, Hilton Head Beach is a little unique in that there's miles and miles unobstructed to walk. It's also fairly flat and a lot of like hard packed sand. Mm -hmm. So you can do things on the beach. You know, yeah, it's not that. just looking pretty. You actually can get out there and I walk the beach regularly. Oh, so. look, I absolutely. Anybody who has seen my TikTok or YouTube knows that I walk the beach regularly because I yes, yes, absolutely. Day. And I've seen a lot of your videos. They're very inspirational. So much great content to share there. Now, uh, beyond walking, do you enjoy doing anything else? Do you have any other hobbies? Do you have pets? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no pets. I had my beloved Duncan that I had to put down oh, quite a few years ago. Yeah. He was a West Highland Terrier. And I was just sharing with my personal trainer some of the stories of Duncan earlier <laughs> this week. And I just was reminded what a special dog he was. So I just have not had the heart to replace him. No. Um, I love to travel, love a good adventure, yep. and, um, and just kind of getting out of your normal routine can really spark creativity and I enjoy that process. There's a lot of a lot of different places that we can travel. I guess with uh, all the restrictions now lifting, I'm not sure if they ever impacted you personally, but uh, where would be one place that you'd still love to go, do you think? So um, 
my I'm going to Phoenix next month. Yep. I'm going to Idaho a few months after that. But my big trip I have planned this year is to hike the Camino de Santiago across northern Spain. Oh, excuse me. That will be a, an experience <laughs> and a half, won't it? That's a big adventure, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you can't just put on sneakers and go for that one. You have to do a lot of planning. And I think, uh, you know, there's there's a lot to be said about people that actually achieve these things, walk these huge trails. Do, are you nervous about that? Not really. No? I have been, I've been longing to do it for, gosh, 20 years now. Yep, yep. And um, A bucket and list? Are, yeah, you're you're 100% accurate that there's a lot of planning involved and I'm just having fun going through that process and it reminded me next month we're planning our um, content for next month mm -hmm. and we're talking about the happy brain chemicals. One of those is dopamine and uh, one of the ways you can, what I call manufacture happiness, is just plan a trip. Even if you don't think you can go, <laughs> planning a trip will have a similar um, effect, positive effect on your dopamine than even taking the trip. In some ways, the planning is more fun than actually taking the trip because you don't have to deal with all the byproduct of the travel issues, right? Yeah, well, look, we're obviously going to be talking a lot about stressors and the impact that it would have, I guess, on motivation. Certainly, you are the specialist in this area, and I'd love to, I guess, take a bit of a deep dive into that. But uh, you talked earlier, uh, Dr. Gala, about, um, you know, um, taking a break, getting away, changing things that you're doing. How important is that for you personally? And what do you do to, you know, get away from things? Do you step away so, from your business? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, um, I don't have that need. Some people need to really just draw a hard stop line in the sand. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that same need. I can still do a few things even when I'm out of my normal element. Yep. Just the fact that I'm out of my normal element, that I'm mixing up my routine is enough to sort of get the juices flowing. Yep. Um, so it really just depends. You have to kind of know yourself and um, and what works for you. But um, but yeah, it's the definitely the process behind is, it. Yep. Yeah, is, is really key. And like for me, I love hiking and it's a, you know, it, tough it, problem to have. <laughs> I live five minutes away from the beach, oh, right? I tell you what, yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, you don't hike on the beach, you walk on the yep, beach, right? Yeah, absolutely. So every couple of months, if I haven't gone somewhere where I can hike, literally like climb a mountain, mm -hmm. I have to just unplug and take off and I have to drive about five hours to get to that to wow. from here. Yeah, so. wow. But you know that getting the cardiovascular system um, heightened and the heart rate up, I guess that's all very important. But can we, if you don't mind, for the sake of context, because there certainly is a big focus on, I guess, the the days before that led you to being the person you are today. When you were growing up, did you have anybody in your life that influenced uh, the person that you've become? So I, you know, have a lot so of many. people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people over these years. There's not one single person. But I will say that in my um, late, mid to late 30s, mm -hmm. um, I started seriously looking at alternative forms of health care. Yeah. And yeah. Um, 
not necessarily because I needed that myself, or at mm -hmm. least that's what I thought at the time, but because I represented medical doctors. Yeah. Um, I'm a CPA in my former life. I'm still a CPA. I just don't practice. Right. But I represented medical doctors and I got to see sort of um, behind the scenes of like sort of what's wrong with the system. Yeah. And so I started really exploring alternative ways to optimize health all the way back, you know, 30 years ago. So, um, so whenever I made a decision that I just absolutely had to do something different, I sold my accounting firm and mm -hmm. kind of embarked on this new adventure, if you will. <laughs> um, and it's been 25 years ago now, but, um, but I just knew that I needed to do it different. And I, in my book, I share several stories of like people that really influenced me. And one of the people that I would say really was kind of the linchpin pushed me over the yep. edge yep. is the, um, an MD that I went to. I myself am a recovering superwoman. Um, and, uh, try, thought I could do it all. Totally. And I had gotten, you know, pretty toxic, a lot of toxicity building up. Yep. Um, that's the way I look at it now. That wouldn't have been the way it would have been described 25 years ago, mm -hmm. but, um, but I made the decision on some other recommendations to go see this. He was an MD an internal medicine doctor, but he practiced homeopathy and acupuncture like that was sort of his primary practice. And yep. he did allergy testing, primarily food sensitivity testing. Yep. And so he identified a few things that I needed to um, eliminate from my diet, mm -hmm. gave me some homeopathic drops to help, you know, deal with the cravings and said, eliminate these things, juice every day if you can, and take these drops and come back and see me in six weeks. And he said, no, by the way, don't get on the scale. Like nice. this isn't about losing weight. Right. This is about optimizing your health, even though I did need to lose 10 ish pounds. Yep. And so, <laughs> yeah, well, and because I had, I had this toxic buildup, right? Mm -hmm. My body just couldn't handle all of it. Yep. And so I had to go buy a juicer. I don't recommend juicing in that extreme nowadays. No. So, um, so that's a different um, a different rabbit hole to go down. Yeah. But in six weeks following his advice, I went back to see him and I was kind of a different person at yeah, that wow. point. It was that dramatic. Yep. And I had lost 13 pounds. That's incredible. Without even it? trying, never being hungry. You yeah. know, I mean, I ate whatever I wanted. It just had to not include the things on this list. Dr. Gatter, I've, you just reminded me of an experience because I spent a lot of time going to see naturopaths and uh, you know acupuncture, and I remember having a, an allergy test. I don't know, I can't recall if it was for food, but do you use the vials of different oils and different substances? Because I remember the specialist giving me, me this vial, and he said, look, Rick, put this in your hand, your left hand, just hold the vial. And he said, do you notice that your strength's increasing or things like that? Is that the sort of thing that you get involved with as well? I have um, new, better technology that I use oh, very that good. essentially does the same thing. Yep. But rather than it being so 
subjective mm -hmm. and you know you're holding this thing and you're like well i think i might feel better but i'm not really sure you know but do you know what i mean they're like he had racks yeah, and racks yeah, of oils in, in fact that's what um he did this yep. md that i went to 25 years ago Got so yep. that was how it was done mm -hmm. and there are probably some allergy doctors that are still MDs doing it that yep. still do it that way yep. i use energy medicine i use a bioenergetic scanning system mm -hmm. and then we identify things that are problematic and then if we feel like we need to order a more standard web um medical grade test yes like blood work test urine you know whatever that might be we can order those as well and then it usually confirms it for example i was having some issues and i just knew i wasn't feeling quite right and um and so i ran a scan and it showed that heavy metals were at a uh, fairly high level yeah and so i was just curious if i would actually test for heavy metals high as well and so i ran the test we don't always do that because they're costly right but mm -hmm. i ran the test and sure enough my heavy metals were off the charts so um so then you've got to do a, a targeted protocol for yep. the detoxing process that's designed for heavy metals and the type of toxicity that you're dealing with this is great. I'm loving this conversation. You obviously have an array of different sources of stresses in our environment today in the 21st century. There's so much um, to be thankful for, but by the same token, the same things that we're thankful for can often be, I, I'm guessing here, um, sources of these stressors. You know, you've talked about heavy metals, you've talked about, so therefore I'm thinking uh, ignorantly about vehicles and pollution. I'm thinking about technology. I'm thinking about social stresses. How does somebody even know where to start when they come to you? What's, what's the process? When they come to me, mm. whether they come into the office by extension of some other service that I'm offering or whether I work with them virtually, mm. uh, the first scan I typically run is an energetic toxic burden scan. And that gives me a snapshot of how toxic your energy system is with 12 different types of toxins right. and just to let you so they're like categories of toxins you can think of them that way so yeah. it'll be bacterial viral fungal emotional um uh, food related um you know there's 12 of them that we evaluate and mm -hmm. so most people i've never had anybody um the overall low toxicity. We just live in much too toxic yes. world uh, yeah. now. Yeah. But um, but as long as your average toxicity and you don't have many things that I I evaluate, like if it's over eight, like if it's eight or above, it shows red. And so you know if you have more than a couple things that are showing red, then yeah. that to me is an indication that we need to get busy doing some detox and lightening that load on your system. Now, there's uh, so many different um, areas I'd love to talk with you about, uh, Dr. Gator, but I'm wondering, over the over the time that you've been practicing, can you see or do you get an intuition how somebody might be in terms of their toxicity? It's hard to say. <laughs> and like just by observing them when they come in? Or you if know, they come that in? is an awesome question, Rick. 
And I think it's really great for the audience to understand this too. Mm. So I will use myself as an example. I could use patients as well. Of course. But when I wasn't feeling well, you know, from the outside, you wouldn't know I wasn't feeling well. I'm right. still functioning. Yep. I'm functioning at 100%. It might be kind of hard. I'm tired, but I'm not like that's not showing because we super women don't let it don't of let course. it show. No, no, right? no. <laughs> and so and so all this is going on. I'm kind of sensing that there's something not right, but nobody from the outside would know that, including me, including me. If I look at a patient and they walk in the door, you know, I can see some signs if I've got somebody who is generally um, just has is puffy. Yeah. You know, they they've obviously accumulated a lot of um, might be weight, might be bo just body composition, excess fat. Yep. And they'll tell me that they've tried every diet and they've, you know, done everything they're supposed to do. They've tried intermittent fasting. You know, if your system is, I, I, the way I put it is your liver's clogged. <laughs> and <laughs> so until we unclog your liver, nothing else is going to work. Right? right. So, um, so anyway, it, um, I want people to know that it's not obvious. These, I, um, there's a companion book that goes with this energetic toxic burden test, and it's called the Tricky Toxins Guidebook. And it gives you more information about these 12 different types of toxins. But I call them tricky toxins because that's what they are. You know, you just would not naturally think that that's the cause of the problem. No, you wouldn't, would you? I, I'm wondering, where did you get the name What's Your Croup Tonight? So I was brainstorming with um, someone that, um, that was kind of helping me um, get the foundation put together to uh, work on this new book. And I yep. knew what the subject matter was, but I wasn't exactly sure like how to present it and make <laughs> yeah. it make it a, into something that i want wanted women to feel like they could read the book and it wasn't some like big heavy downer i also wanted to add a lot of stories because from my experience stories help you remember things absolutely and yeah. so you might not need the information in the book right now but i want you to remember it two or three years from now, whenever something happens and you're like, oh, I think that might be a sign that I've got some kryptonite building up. Yes. So we were brainstorming. I used the word superwoman. And then that led me to the kryptonite yeah, I love it. concept. I love it. <laughs> and, then, and then it just like one thing led to another. And the next thing you know, it was like, what's your kryptonite? That's yeah, perfect. that's great. <laughs> Thank you very much for the backstory. Now, I'd love to work in reverse and, and talk to you firstly about what does it feel like for you? What emotions do you experience when you see somebody who's gone through a transformation after working with you and they've gone from somewhat of a depressive state to an energetic um, go get them? Um, they're effect effectively renewed. Is, is that possible? Do you see that? And how does it make you feel? I just... Um one patient just came to mind when you mentioned that and mm. I've got several of them of obviously course. that yeah, would yeah. immediately come to mind but this patient 
uh, was particularly kind of problematic. Mm. She's fairly young. She's in great shape, takes great care of herself. And um, she had started having really bad joint issues and body aches and pains. And it had started prior to her having like an injury and exercise related injury. But when she had that injury, it just like everything kind of exploded. Yeah. And so she ended up getting diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And I tell patients fibromyalgia is not a diagnosis really technically it's they diagnose you with fibromyalgia because they have no idea what's going on right and she already kind of knew that so that was not something new but um we had to do a little trial and error to get something put together that was going to work for her but if i tried to put her on some kind of detox program the detox process was too much for her and she would have like flare-ups that she were, were more than she could manage so we had to dial it back and go really slow but the last protocol that i started her on right before the first of the year a couple of weeks into it she texted me and she said can we talk and so i thought she was going to tell me that the holidays came and that she just didn't feel like <laughs> starting it before the holidays so she yeah. was just going to wait and she wanted to revisit it or whatever and so I get on the phone with her and she says that like miraculously the pain just was gone. It's gone. She said, I used to not barely be able to get out of bed. I would hobble around in the morning until I got everything moving. And she said, like, it's just gone. Like I, I can actually move again now. And she's like, do you think this, this detoxing protocol like is doing it. Doing I'm like, it. well, have you done anything else? He's like, no, this <laughs> no. is it, but I can't believe it. You know? So, um, so anyway, yeah. that, uh, that is absolutely possible. The, the trick, the key is to find the, the right thing that is targeted to what's actually going on. And people get frustrated because it can take a while and you've got to kind of peel it off in layers. And, um, and so, you know, they didn't get sick or accumulate these symptoms in a few month period of time. Typically it took years, right? But they want all that to reverse in a month or two. And that's yeah. just not realistic a lot so of times. This interview is going to be a signal for a lot of people that are um, looking for help, but they don't even recognize that they need help, but they just know that they feel down, they put on weight. What are some of the, I guess, the flags that people can, I guess, almost like a self initial self-diagnostic do to recognize, hey, look, I might need some help. What, what, what do you suggest? So one of the things I talk about just repeatedly is the importance of not suppressing symptoms. Right. And our entire medical system is designed to suppress symptoms, including really a lot of the natural um, methods that are used. Mm -hmm. And so I really emphasize avoiding suppressing symptoms until you absolutely know what you're dealing with. Once you know what you're dealing with, if you need to mitigate the symptoms a little bit while you're working through it, a okay. But when you 
aren't sure what's going on, you need to not mitigate those symptoms because you're actually driving it further into your body and it makes it harder to figure out what's actually going on. So yep. people who get headaches regularly, clear sign you've got something toxic going on that right. is, um, that's creating that. Disease, that imbalance mm. in your body that is showing up as a headache, which is basically just inflammation, right? Right, yep. And, um, and so another thing is um, anything to relieve digestive issues, antacids, digestive enzymes, stool softeners, like anything <clears throat> that is used to improve digestion, I would say you need to take a serious look at what you're consuming right, so that yep. you don't need those things for your body to be able to digest it. And so, um, so that's another huge one. And then probably the third one that I talk about really regularly is skin issues. So your skin is the largest organ, organ of your body. Mm -hmm. It's one of the pathways that your body uses to eliminate toxicity. That's why we sweat and, um, and, you know, have other sorts of things that come out through our skin. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so if you've got some sort of skin eruption, even to the point of eczema or psoriasis, that is a clear indication that something's going on on the inside. Right. So don't put a steroid cream on. Don't try to treat it from the outside. You need to treat it from the inside out, which means yes. you've got to figure out what toxicity your body is trying to deal with, trying to manage, and the only exit it can find is your skin. Yeah, absolutely. Great feedback. Thank you so very much. Now, your uh, work is obviously multifaceted, obviously the psychological, the spiritual and the physical. Um, what do you find um, to bring balance around all of those things? Is this a long term process for people that you work with or? So I have a program called the Molt Method. Is this your uh, masterclass? Um, so the Restore Your Superpowers Masterclass is kind of just a condensed version that gives you an introduction right. of some, yep. just, um, a deeper introduction to some of the things that we're talking about here today but um at the end of that workshop i typically offer my molt method program yeah. and and it's included in some of the other programs that i offer but basically um, molt is an acronym but it also represents how we shed things like stress right mm -hmm. so m is for mindset O is for order, L is for lifestyle, and T is for toxins. So all four of those must be addressed in order to reduce chronic and toxic stress in a sustainable way. Got it. Thank you very much for sharing. Now, um, tell us a little bit about, I guess, the structure of the book. Can you tell us um, what's inside? What can a reader expect to see? So I start kind of from the beginning and I sprinkle in my stories. Mm -hmm. But what I, what I start by doing is introducing you to the concept of this toxic stress idea and the difference between what I call garden variety stress and toxic stress. Yeah. So garden variety stress is the kind of stress that we actually thrive on, right? The, the, that, for example, when you exercise, you put your body under stress, right? Yep. That's yep. what exercise does. 
But as long as you don't overdo it, that's good stress. It actually helps. I was going to ask you about that, if there is even such a thing. <laughs> even such a thing? What? As, as good stress. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, there's um, anybody who lives in this superwoman world will tell you that they like thrive on thrive getting on things done and living like a go-go life. And, you know, sometimes it gets a little too much and we think, oh, gosh, all <laughs> I want to do is just sit on a beach with an umbrella drink. Yes. Um, but, you know, that wouldn't last very long. We wouldn't be satisfied with that. No. So, um, so definitely this um, good stress yep. in technical terms, it's called eustress, E-U stress. Yes, um, yes. But what happens is even too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? And so what happens is we get charged up by doing things that kind of give us a little extra juice, right? And yep, then the yep. next thing you know, we've taken on too much and it's become toxic. It's like now it's more than we can handle. And the thing that makes it lead, so dis-ease leads to disease if it escalates, okay? Yeah. So ease is like our ease and flow of normal life. When we're out of ease, we're in dis-ease. And dis-ease escalates to disease. So I want to Got make it. that really clear because yep. once you sort of understand that, then you'll begin to notice, oh, I'm in ease and flow. That's not feeling like ease and flow, so I'm now in dis-ease. And if I don't pay attention at that point, then it's it could definitely escalate to disease. And that shows up in a lot of different Otherwise, ways. Yep. We don't have to, we don't have to pinpoint any sort of disease that's just how it shows up so what i do in the book is i sort of walk you step by step through this process of understanding yep. how stress escalates and then i talk towards the end of the book about the molt method and all the different components of that and how they all work together to help you keep toxic stress um, minimized so that you can enjoy the benefits of the, you know, use stress without yeah. it turning toxic. Absolutely. I'm loving this call. Like I said earlier in the, in the call, Dr. Gaylor, there are just so many different avenues that we could talk about. But maybe if we could just talk about um, how difficult it, it is to find like it's uh, low processed foods and how important they are to find and, you know, uh, hydration and sleep and all those, I guess, sort of practical steps that people need to go through. Could you talk to that for us? Yeah, so that I consider to be part of the lifestyle, the L and the malt method. Right. And so I try not to put people on any sort of super restrictive diet. I'm, I am not going to do that myself. If you try to do that, it is not sustainable long-term. So you really, you know, if, if you've got some really significant illness going on, you might need to just do something for a short period of time. Right. But yep. generally speaking, you know, you just want to eat foods that don't come out of a package that mm. when you read the label, you recognize all the ingredients. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, I mean, there occasionally you can find something that even came out of a package but you understand every ingredient makes sense. It's a real ingredient, you know? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, then the next thing would be hydration, water. So um, in order of ease, probably, you could put a reverse osmosis system mm -hmm. into your house. 
and yep. that keeps down on the plastic water bottles. You want to find a really high quality reverse osmosis system that does three stage where it actually puts the minerals back in the water. Right. And then and then next level, if you can't do that, get spring water from the store and you'll have to just buy it in bottles. <clears throat> It'll just be the best you can do. And then and then if you really are concerned, you've really got something going on, then distilled water is probably the best thing just to eliminate any possible additional toxicity that's coming in from your hydration. And then the movement, um, I talk about the human body being a rechargeable battery. And so the movement is one of the ways that the battery recharges through the friction that yep. is involved in movement. And so, um, so if you can move 30 minutes, even 20 or 30 minutes is enough to just at least give yourself a little extra boost in your charge. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I know quite a, uh, it's been quite a few years ago now, but I know there's still a lot of people who are of this mindset that it's not even worth it to work out if I don't have an hour or two to spend in the gym. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I would just say, don't believe that. Yeah. Based on what you said before yeah. about, you know, yeah. absolutely. Your, your focus is, is, is bang on and like, it's so targeted. I'm wondering, um, you know, beyond getting the book myself, um, where can people actually find this book? So if you come to my website, Dr. Gala at Gala at com, so D-R-G-A-L-A.com, right there on the homepage, you'll have a link to, um, to Amazon, find the listing really easy. And, um, and then if you want to sign up for my newsletter, you can do that as well on that same page. There's a little form just to put your information in, and then you can get some, um, some ongoing information from me and establish a relationship where you can um, have an email dialogue yep. that will go back and forth. And then mm -hmm. at the bottom of that site are little icons with all my social channel links. So that's another way to easily to find that as yeah. well. Fantastic feedback. Absolutely love this call. Now, there's another very important thing that I've noticed about your approach to educating your audience, which I think is critically important for, for us to talk about now, because I think um, I immediately felt connected to you when I started watching your shorts and just watching the little videos that you're putting out there. You talk about so many different things um, that I was just captivated by. Do you find them coming naturally to you, talking in front of the camera? And, and how important is it for you to have that avenue for to, to working with the people you've not even met yet? Yeah, I think it's so much easier for me to work with somebody who already has dipped their toe in the water. It's a pretty um, big leap mm. to go from um, a fully Western medicine, medical doctors, like whatever the medical doctor says I'm going to do, yeah. to we're not going to ignore what the medical doctor says. The diagnosis is really important. We're mm. involving them in the process, but you are your primary care person. Okay. Yep. Yep. So you're the one who knows best what works best for you. And so, you know, if we're going to go into this more energy medicine and managing things from a root cause resolution perspective, 
that person's got to kind of have some grit <laughs> of their own. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you it, it helps if they've un, done a little bit of research and they understand what my philosophy is so that when they come to me, I'm not trying to start from scratch. I'm not, yep. I'm not, you know, trying to convince them to do something that maybe they're not comfortable with. I would right. never want to do that. I want somebody to come to me and say, you know, can you help me figure out what toxicity is at the root of some of these symptoms I'm experiencing? Yeah, there's just so much to, to take in. They're certainly going to need somebody like you, Dr. Gaylor, and I really appreciate you sharing this. Now, if you're on the call today, you're interested in the work that Dr. Gaylor is doing and the book, Watch Your Kryptonite, certainly reach out to her through drgaylor.com. And with all that being said, Dr. Gaylor, thank you so very much for joining me on the My Future Business Show today. Thanks for having me, Rick. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.